This is a show about getting spooked for fun, and neither one of the hosts are associated with the attractions discussed in any way. Except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics may go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. happy that uh i'm here on this day to christen you a gamer welcome to gamer uh uh, sure i guess um i feel like i mostly uh i have like two criteria for any video game that i will ever play if it doesn't fit these two that i'm probably not gonna play it not definitely but probably one okay it has to have intense character creation i have to be able to design the very atoms (laughs) of of Freaky little man. Yeah. And two, you have to be able to be gay. Okay, so Five Nights at Freddy's does not Neither of those. boxes, so that's interesting. Neither of that's those. That's a good thing for this Five Nights themed I'll, podcast I'll, episode. I guess my exception would be for horror games. If it's a horror game, I'll, I'll be into it, despite... Yeah. If it's a you horror won't, game... You won't play it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a horror <laughs> game with those two criteria, please DM the title and where I can purchase it to me, because I don't think it, it exists. not exist. That's our eventual video game. Um, So if you are listening to this episode, despite seeing the title beforehand, y'all are real (laughs) ones. Welcome. Oh, you did it. Um, So as everybody knows, uh, the most recent installment in the indie horror franchise, Five Nights at Freddy's, came out, uh, I think, just about a month ago, uh, came out before Christmas. Uh, security breach sure. and this baby is my entire tiktok for you page and i can't even like escape blame for that because the for you page is curated which means i had to right right liked. you have taught the algorithm <laughs> yeah you saw fnaf security breach footage and tiktoks and you went yes actually more of these please which and is the opposite of what i do on tiktok i don't <laughs> like tiktoks on my for you page i only tell it when i don't want stuff but you have provided positive reinforcement yeah. to the algorithm saying i do want i do enjoy watching these actually thank you yeah um the general consensus for this brand new game that it is that it is okay um yep and from playthroughs, I can see that. I think the new characters are awesome. I think having Freddy being a protagonist is awesome. I like the hiding inside an animatronic mechanic. I think that's cool. I think some of the levels are very creative and interesting. Um, but there's no denying that the game is A, buggy as shit. Uh, yeah. And B, uh, the story is kind of mangled. Uh, and it seems obvious that there was a story change pretty close to launch. Uh, the story yeah. doesn't make a lot of We're sense. We're also dealing with the... This is the first game since Scott Cawthon was revealed to be kind of a garbage man Mm -hmm. uh, who maybe didn't do enough to uh, reconcile that fact uh, with his audience of mostly gay and trans people. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, Um, we're your whole thing. We're all you have. I think there's some great things about it. I think there's not so great things about it. However, I don't know shit about video games, quite frankly, so that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, we can't possibly be a video game podcast. Yeah, go listen to, I'm sure, one of the thousands of excellent reviews that are out there of this game. Uh, But we're here to do what we do, which is nonsense. Uh, And yeah, yeah. yeah, so one of my favorite recent episodes of our show was the Spooky Island episode, which was met by thunderous acknowledgement from you all. (laughs) Thunderous 
passing acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and also, and I, because I, you all know I love theme parks, uh, and I'm really into talking about the nitty gritty of how theme parks work and theme park management. Yeah, we're really, yeah, we're really a theme park management and administration podcast. Yeah. If that was yeah. a category on iTunes. And there's no denying also that the true star of this game is the absolutely massive, like, massive, massive map that yeah, is Skyrim size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this might as well be an open world game uh, with how huge this map is uh, of Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizzaplex. So I thought it would be fun to once again do a ton of unnecessary research combined with our knowledge of themed entertainment to give you, our humble listeners, a comprehensive visitor's guide to the magic and wonder of Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizzaplex. We must note at this moment that this guide only applies during daylight operation hours. Daylight operation hours. This guide exists in a fictional world where... uh, where this it, is a chill place you want to go. This is a chill place you want to go. And also, by the way, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil the game in this outline. Uh, so if you would rather not, uh, like, have the game spoiled for you, you haven't played, watched playthrough yet, don't listen to this because we're going to spoil it. We're going to spoil it right now. This takes place in the, one of the endings where it doesn't burn down and Devin and I take over as new managers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That's the premise. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, also I would like to give a special shout out to my 15 year old brother who, since this game runs like garbage on my computer, uh, so, and so when I, I I texted him and what I had him do was walk around the game and take screenshots for stuff that I couldn't find on the internet. (laughs) Oh my God. So thank you to him, uh, for, uh, some of this knowledge. Uh, so. Uh, let's set some parameters here just like we did for spooky island so i am going solely on playthroughs here as like i said this computer this game makes my computer run like hot steaming trash um so please do not send us angry tweets about the garbage shoot hallway on the fourth floor that we missed sorry yeah i I also haven't engaged with this game at all because i went on twitter while it was getting uh released and uh, all I saw were people being thirsty for various Rockstar characters. That and I too. Wasn't there that for too. Glam rock characters. Sorry. That's that's a big thing. Is that they did make the animatronic sexy on purpose this time? Uh, well, yep. Okay. <laughs> they did. This they is did. the good thing about not having Scott make the video game is that one, it can be an actual video game, and two, we can be horny on purpose. They're sexy on purpose. Um. And also there's a lot of lore to yet be uncovered about this game. So there are some, you know, like plot holes or whatever that we will be filling with either speculation theories or our own ideas. Uh, MatPat has not released his information yet. Therefore, I know nothing. Um, Beating him in his own game. And by beating it, I mean, we're Mm -hmm. just doing it before he does and probably worse. Uh, Yeah, but probably a bit more artistically sound. Uh, Probably more More, artistic. I think because we are... More understanding that like things are art that are meant to be metaphorical and that everything doesn't have to be spelled out. And in some ways, spelling them out uh, reduces their value uh, and makes us be like uber intellectual about things that are artistic. This isn't a MatPat call out podcast. We can keep going. I love MatPat. I digress. We we are of the unclouded mind. Uh, our minds are unclouded, thusly. <laughs> that is the most incorrect statement that's ever been made on the podcast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, like I said, spoiler warning, if you haven't played the game yet and don't want it to get spoiled for you. Um, but I also, uh, got a lot of information from this great article on PlayStation blog from Steel Wool Studios, the game developers, which contains a lot of concept art and references the team was working with while designing the Pizzaplex. So I'll also be taking some like points of inspiration from like real, real world locations, uh, to help fill in some of the gaps. So great. 
Let us start by talking about the Pizzaplex itself. Uh, and I'm going to be using one major source of inspiration to fill in a lot of the gaps in the detail of the Pizzaplex, because it is a place that I was immediately reminded of as soon as I mm-hmm. saw it in the game. May it rest in peace. This is Disney Quest. Baby, this is right. Disney it, Quest. This is Disney Quest if it was inside of the Palisades Mall. Exactly, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. So if you do not know what Disney Quest is, it was a multi-level uh, virtual theme park. It was basically a huge arcade and entertainment center that was in the Disney Springs slash downtown Disney area of Walt Disney World from 1998 to 2017. They also had a location in Chicago for like three years that didn't do too well. Um, yeah. But the one in Florida is where I spent many formative years of my childhood. Uh, my, my <laughs> It's like if... Dave and Buster's was for kids and also was kind of Chuck E. Cheese, but Disney. Yeah. Uh, and also was just like, uh, I don't know how to describe. I <laughs> had a birthday party. Go watch here. the defunct land. Go watch the defunct land on Disney Quest. I had my Disney birthday Quest. party in fifth grade at Disney Quest. Uh, of course you do. I love that place. Um, so there's not a lot of hints as to how the Pizza Plex came to be in the grand scheme of the game lore. It just kind of is yeah. there. Uh, we do seem to know that the game takes place last in the timeline, or so the internet tells me, uh, with most it, people saying it takes place in 2023 or later due to reasons that I do not understand. But that seems to be the consensus. Yeah, it, I don't know how the timeline is going to work out. As somebody who knows too much about this game franchise mm-hmm. because five uh fazbear frights which is fnaf 3 right is meant to be like close to modern day because it's supposed to be like 20 years after the closure of the original fazbears but now we have fazbears existing as an actual franchise so it's almost like there's a company that rebooted like decided hey this thing that's linked to multiple child murders and stuff and that's why it went out of business Let's kind of revamp that. Well, yeah, because that's what I'm thinking, because uh, people have been saying that this should be close to when FNAF 3 takes place, uh, but it must be after the ending of FNAF 3 because, uh, and we see one of the endings, spoiler alert, we find old Peepaw Willie Afton once again, who is burnt <laughs> to a crisp this time around because he's now survived, what, two fires? Because you burned down Fazbear Frights and you burned down pizza, the, the one in the Pizzeria Simulator. Right, which I would argue, like, canonically... He has to die in Pizzeria Simulator because there's a whole artistic thing going on of but like he's, you are sending him to hell. But yeah, but like, he's in this yes, one. <laughs> the, the, um, the ride never ends. His design, his design is really good in this game, though. He looks really scary, which is nice. Um, but uh, which is also interesting that you bring that up. That if so, if Fazbear Frights, that means that Fazbear Frights think, exists while the Fazbear Corporation also still exists and somehow existed without a copyright, without Fazbear right, Entertainment. We seemed. Right, we seem to confirm that Fazbear Frights was happening after Fazbear like went defunct. Yeah, exactly. But it's not now reviving. Right, but I think I think Fazbear Frights was meant to be in like 2017. Okay, so we are like you know we go through the post ironic uh, love of of Freddy Fazbear in the in the fiction of Freddy Fazbear, and then they they're like let's make a Disney quest about it. Yeah, I Maybe. like the idea that's uh like if if Fazbear Entertainment went out of business and then somebody bought it and then built the Pizzaplex, I guess yeah, that would right. make the most sense. Um <laughs> how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? That's a good joke. I like <laughs> that. You. Okay, yeah. Um, 
Uh, so at least with it taking place in the modern day, we at least have somewhat of an explanation for how advanced these animatronics are. But let me start saying right now, we're not going to try to explain how those animatronics would work in real life because they would not. The technology is not there yet. It'll be cool when it is, but nothing even close to that exists right now. The closest thing even remotely possible was this new animatronic they debuted at IAPA this year that uh, can like respond to people that are talking to it with pre-programmed dialogue based on like word association but that thing can't even walk yet so yeah and also like not only is this like a cool fantasy world whatever but like (laughs) one in the 80s they seem to have animatronics that could also function as walk around suits which that's yeah almost impossible and also they have discs that are mind control things that can make kids see certain things and also some of them are imbued with the souls of dead children in an actual functional thing called remnant like we can't go into that all right got it good great well we were talking about disney quest so i feel like the size at first i thought that the size of of uh the pizza plex would be comparable to disney quest although i looked it up and turns out disney quest was only about a hundred thousand square feet must have been bigger to my 10 year old brain um and earnestly the pizza plex seems much bigger it almost seems like a mall in size yeah Um, so I'm going to guess that it's somewhere around 400,000 square feet uh, okay. of of places accessible by guests. Because as we see in the game, there's a ton of locations that are not accessible by guests or at least like day guests and stuff. Yeah. Um, and according to the map, there are like four. Le- oh, no, there's 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 four levels, although not all of them are uh, full like, floors. Uh, yeah. Like accessible again, accessible by guests. Um I could not find any reports on what Disney Quest's annual revenue was or what it cost to build because I was really curious about how much money the Pizzaplex would have to make to stay in business because that place yeah. looks expensive. Oh, yeah. In terms of operation, absolutely. Yeah. You have to figure, like, cost-wise, it had to cost, like, anywhere in the, like, 10 to $15 million. Yeah. Which is, like, like, if you think about a big roller coaster costs 10 to $12 million. Yeah, and if... Depending, if, so, like... If somebody else bought uh, Fazbear Entertainment and built this, it's like, where did they get the money to build this pizza plex? Fazbear Entertainment had no money. It it can't be the same Fazbear Entertainment. Like, it has to be somebody who just bought up the IP and then went, this is a thing that was in my childhood. I guess, yeah, maybe like a bigger bigger entertainment company bought Fazbear Entertainment. So it's now under like an umbrella of a bigger entertainment company. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Mm. also, so while, uh, my guess is that, well, it is impressive on the inside, which would bring in some revenue, but I can only assume that this is the only thing to do in this area, which makes sense for a lot of suburban areas. Right. It has to operate as a regional theme park, almost, almost like a Great Wolf Lot. Yeah. You know, uh, or a Mohegan Sun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh. Like, it has to kind of be that level. There has to be, like, a resort somewhere, like, a hotel somewhere attached. Yeah. Like, so you could have people who are visiting. Um, And I, I I have to only imagine that it is, like, tickets are expensive to get into this place. I don't think we ever hear actual prices in this game. We just hear what things are upcharges yeah. or not, which everything is an upcharge, which <laughs> <Bless> makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, that sneeze really made me laugh. Um, yeah. That that uh every that there's a lot of things that are an upcharge, but we don't ever actually hear what it costs to get in the place. Yeah, what do you think the day pass is? It's I would have to because like- here's the thing: the day pass really only gets you in the building. We're going to talk right. about that. I think I have it later in the outline. How the heck ticket 
uh, breakdown must go. But I have to say that yeah. at least just to get in the building, it's going to cost like $45, $50. Right. And it's it's going to be a Disney Quest or a Chuck E. Cheese thing where it's different prices for adults versus kids. Like yeah. you're actually paying for the kids to go in, but then the adults pay way less because they can't go on the super slide or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll take a brief moment to talk about the animatronics again i'm not really going to talk about them too much other than their use for like branding and for attraction branding um and again suspending our disbelief here on their capabilities the the pizza plex's main mascot is glamrock freddy fazbear accompanied with the rest yeah, of the glamrock band chica chicken roxanne wolf and montgomery gator i really adore all of all four of these characters a lot i think they're super well done i think they all have a really distinct personality that's kind of missing from older games yeah uh, like it seems like these people are actually making a video game like no shade to actually no shade to <laughs> garbage man scott coffin but he wasn't you know he was a guy who realized he could make animatronics scary so he just made some animatronics and made them scary yeah, and it, it seems like from like a branding point, like in universe or in a universe from Fazbear Entertainment, that previously the animatronics had kind of functioned as like as they would at a Chuck E. Cheese. You know, Freddy was the main guy, so he had something of a personality, but the other animatronics were kind of just there to back him up and play other instruments. Now it seems that it's in a very Disney way; they're kind of their own distinct characters with their own attractions and stuff like that, which I think is really cool. Um. Yeah. And they also all have their own styles of like hunting the player and stuff, which I also think is really cool, which all the other games have. But, you know, now that we're right, like moving but, yeah. around, it's fun. Uh, there is also the daycare attendant animatronic with no canon name. Most of the fandom calls it sun slash moon. And let me be frank here, y'all. I love this funky little man. I love the silly little I clown. I was just looking up pictures of him. I love him. Oh, I love him. Oh, he's great. You really got to watch at least the playthrough of the daycare uh, levels because, man, he rocks. He's a great character. Adam, I think I'm going to get this video game. I th- I mean. It's weird to me. I think you should at least watch a playthrough if you're not going to buy it because uh, then you don't have to deal with the bugs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I do love the silly little clown. Uh, and he seems to be kind of the ensemble dark horse Uh Everybody seems to enjoy him yeah, a lot. He's very good. Uh, there is also the great guy. There's also the absolutely massive DJ Music Man who is terrifying. I <laughs> am. He's such a unit. And Wind Up yeah. Music Man is also incredible. <laughs> the little one is also both. terrifying. Um, the, one, the way that the fact that they're not bipedal. Yeah. Is like, thank God we got here. Um, and the rest of the Pizza Plex is staffed with identical like attendant bots who are like segway like animatronics. Yeah, they. Do information, they do hospitality, security, food service, attractions. They basically fill in every role that a human would, which, by the way, if Dev and I are in charge of this place, first thing I'm doing is scrapping the staff bots and putting people in there. Right, actual people, and they're going to be unionized and actually you yeah. know, have healthcare and stuff. I'd also love to shout out Wet Floor Sign Robot. Mm. Wet Floor Sign Robot How is I incredible. Forget? We can keep them around. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> the blob also sticks around. Yeah. The blob is going to be in our establishment <laughs> um so we're let's get into like the meat and potatoes of this we're going to talk about all of the fun and fabulous attractions to experience at freddy fazbear's mega pizza plex which by the way this place could use a name change uh yeah it's a little bit of a mouthful uh anyway uh each individual attraction is separately ticketed because of course it is and we can see that because you collect tickets for several games throughout right um, i have to assume that they sell them in like packages or tiers. So like when you buy a day pass, you get like a booklet that has one it's, pass it's for each attraction. It's gotta be a Disney 
It's got to be an old school Disney like ticket book. A through E ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you get actual ticket. You have you, there is a ticket book included with admission. Yeah. But then we also have you can buy additional. Yeah. Or they sell them in tiers where it's like this much gets you just entrance, this much gets you entrance and the the go-kart or whatever whatever. Um, what do you get for just entrance? I like, don't know. Seem- <laughs> we see in the games and the dialogues of the games a lot that, you know, Fazbear is really squeezing people uh, out of their money. There's a comment that, yeah. that Freddie makes in the game when um, Gregory tries to get out onto one of the fire exits. Um, and Freddie's like, oh, actually, you need a tier three pass to get onto the fire exits. <laughs> yeah. So they, they make a fire point exit in this game. Door. Yeah, I'm they, off. They they make a point in this game to to say that uh everything is kind of an upcharge. Um I'm also choosing to interpret the checkpoints as a virtual line system. Uh we see them Okay, a, this is well, a virtual queue. Yeah, so we see them at because it uh when you go to a checkpoint, it's a screen that says save your spot. And we always see them outside major attractions. Uh they depict Helpy, the little uh pink love, and white. I love, love Helpy. Helpy's new design. Um love Helpy's new design. Yeah, uh walking alongside a queue of people, and it would be really on brand for modern day themed entertainment trends and technology. Everybody's doing virtual queues right now. Um Yeah. And I have to assume that you scan your Faz watch to reserve a spot online, and that notifies you when you yeah. turn, kind of like how Volcano <laughs> Bay works. Your your magic Faz band. They, yeah. That's a thing in the game. It's a, the Faz yeah. watch. Yeah. Well, it's got to be like it's that also needs a name change because it's got to be like the gl- like the glam rock band. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's probably good. What the band is called. Yeah, that's good. So then it's your glam rock band. Yeah, some it's of the a, branding here is really good. Band band. <laughs> some of the branding here is good and some could use a name change. Um, yeah, we're going to do some work. I'm also going to assume that fast watches are not included in the entry fee, so it's possible that the There's virtual no line system is an upcharge, uh, which again would make I sense. Would guess, for, yeah, I would guess it's much like Disney. You can do virtual line like through an app or yeah. something, but that it's way more annoying. Yeah. And you'd rather get a magic pin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the first one we'll, attraction we'll talk about is Fazer Blast. Uh, this is every one of the four main animatronics has an attraction. This is Freddy's. Uh, it is a space themed yeah. uh, laser tag arena with neon lit walls. Uh, it has multiple levels that you can play on. And honestly, it looks like a ton of fun. It looks like a very well thought out attraction. Um, yeah, it has this cool like airlock entry, which is fun. So you get put into two teams, orange team and blue team. And you begin your experience with a pre-show tutorial from one of the attendant bots, um, uh, which is like, uh, I think, a nice touch that instead of just like they they took the time to add this, like, you know, if this were actual laser tag, you'd like get a briefing before they send you out into the right. field and stuff. That's how laser that, tag works. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a nice touch. Um, apparently, these lasers they're using are the real deal because there's a warning that if you're blasted in the eyes, you need to flush them with soap and water. Uh <laughs> Don't put soap in your eyes. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, and I also love that the attendant bot also gives a standard, like, quote, guest with medical condition should not participate announcement as you're going in, which I think is I yeah. think it's a very nice touch. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a company that is uh, greedily taking everyone's money and not caring, but they do want to make sure that they're being, you know, accommodating to guests with different, yeah. <laughs> different physical abilities yeah. and medical conditions. Um, so once your briefing is over, you are admitted through another airlock to pick up your helmet and your Faz Blaster and then divide into the orange and blue teams. Uh, and then an elevator then lets you out onto the course, which is supposed to be a hostile alien planet that is staffed with attendant bots that are supposed to be the enemy love aliens that we're and in stuff. Space. I love, love that we're in space, we're in too. space now. 
Um, it seems that the arena is equipped for like a variety of games. Like, I don't know. Usually when you go to laser tag, there's not, they don't just offer normal laser tag. There's also like capture the flag and stuff like that, which is the one you're playing in this game. Um, the team that collects all three flags from the other side first wins and then proceeds to the winner's elevator, returns their blaster and helmet, picks up a trophy in the superstar lounge. Honestly, I would make no changes to this attraction. I... Yeah, no, no, no. I'm with you. Yeah. So this one, this one, we're good. We this can one sign can off stay. on. This one is. Staying. I might change the name Fazer Blast, but it's kind of cute. Fazer Blast is weird. I, I also Faz Blaster makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, That's that I would. Yeah, I think we need to. It could just be called the Bear Blaster, which okay. also not great, mm, but you know. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, put it on the the whiteboard. Yeah. Um, the, I was hoping for a Fazbear, like a a Fazbear's cartoon spin. Or a fast, oh, like a dark ride, uh, a dark ride, or a a Buzz Lightyear, like a uh, shooter ride, light gun, a yeah, shooter ride. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, the Let's next, put that on the list. Yeah, the next, we can bi- give that to Bonnie. <laughs> the next biggest area is Monty's Gator Golf. Um, I love mini golf. I think mini golf Sucker should be everywhere. Um, yeah, and so Monty's whole area, he's got this whole jungle themed area with a lot of different amenities. Uh, there is a snack bar called Monty's Gator Grub. I think that branding's cute. Let's keep it. Very um, cute. It's got a gift shop. It's got the ticket booth where I assume you get mini, you pick up your mini golf stuff. Um, Adam, this podcast is you coming to me, your business partner, yeah. after having just gone on the scouting trip Purchase. to like look at this place we've just purchased. Yeah. So you're saying like, Monty's Gator Grub. It's it's good theming. Like I like it. Let's keep it. I, no discussion. Let's move on. And I'm like, okay, yep. No I could size. build this in Planet Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you could build this planet coaster that's true uh, okay so uh there's also this overhead like flying like peter pan's uh flight style attraction that we never Ooh. get the name of or what it quite does it it serves you in the final boss battle against monty um but uh you ride in these like gators that are like flying through the sky and there's also these stationary points where you can shoot uh like plastic balls from ball pits at targets and presumably at the cars that are flying by a little unsafe okay. but probably not that bad uh it kind of yeah, reminds I think me we... what go oh i was gonna say we kind of switch this to a different character like we separate this if 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 gator if monty has mini golf mini golf is his thing okay we take this shooter ride to be somebody else. But it's in the it's in the jungle area. Let's give him a friend. Oh, Let's give him new a character. Kazooie type. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Like he's the ground one and then he's got a little like bird that he has. Oh, and like the, the bird like the is birds, messing with him. Like like the birds that have a symbiotic relationship with alligators that sit on their back. Boom, done. We're sign so smart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Uh, we don't think I don't think this attraction ever gets a name, but I assume it's just kind mm. of a, a ride that you go through and you can like shoot plastic balls at the other cars, which is fun. Uh, but I imagine it would cause a mess. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I would maybe change that a little bit. Um, the main attraction is Gator Golf, which is a nine hole mini golf course. Originally, it was supposed to be 18, but only nine actually made it into the game. Nobody wants to play 18 18- 18 holes I was thinking that too because people were golf. complaining that it wasn't the full 18 holes because you can play Gator Golf in the game as a mini game. Yeah. Uh, so people were complaining that not all 18 holes made it in. But honestly, for an attraction like this, I think nine holes is right. good. 
No, no. For a video game, I want 18 holes. But for our venture together, yeah. we don't need 18 holes. Um, and eat. What I would change is that for. I mean, it's cool for the game, but not for our, our venture. Is that uh, each yeah. one of the holes is themed around different characters and games of the past. Like the second hole, you're playing in the pizzeria from the first game and stuff, which is cool when you're playing the oh. video game. I would change it for our attraction, though. <laughs> yeah. No, we need some more cohesive. Cohes- keep it as the jungle. The... Keep it as the jungle yeah. throughout. Um, There's no Freddy Fazbear's establishment in the jungle that doesn't make any thematic sense. What's also funny is that instead of water traps uh, on like the sides, because there are they some have like Mountain Dew Baja well, <laughs> Blast traps. There are some bridges and stuff that go over, and the water instead of it being water underneath, it's filled with like ball pit balls, which I think is even harder because if Whoa. you hit that golf ball into the ball pit ball, that golf ball's gone forever. Gone. It's gone. And also there are people shooting the same balls up from above and they're falling into the golf course. Oh, well, I guess that's true that maybe that helps with cleanup because when the the plastic balls fall, they just fall to the... Okay, maybe this is smarter than I thought it was. Um, It also will stop people from throwing coins into open bodies of water, which is something people do at every theme park, no matter what. If there is open water, people will throw coins into it. Um, I think this is a pretty darn cool area. Very little notes. I would change a couple of theming things. But other than that, oh, and the final level of this is interesting. The final level of Monty Golf features uh, a stage with Monty, Chica and Roxy on the stage with Freddy having been thrown in the dumpster. Uh, Okay, yep. (laughs) And this this also brings me to the fact that we see other of the four main animatronics around the pizza plex, but none with the like AI of the main performers. So I assume they also have these normal animatronics just meant for like decoration and stuff. Um, Which I think it's insane that they only have one copy of these advanced animatronics, but it makes sense. We'll talk more about that later when I get into character Yeah, I mean, how many versions, yeah, how many versions of the articulated Mickey uh, animatronic or walk around suit from the most incredible experience ever at a theme park ever the one in the magician yeah yeah like how many you know not a lot they probably but, only had one of those but they had it yeah so anyhow uh, the gator golf area also has a golf ball theme spinning flat ride it appears to be a reskin gravity vortex which first appeared in pizzeria simulator so i love that this monte area has the mini golf and it has two rides that are smaller rides but they're yeah. rides. yeah this is like an actual land yeah you know which i appreciate um the next attraction is chica's this is our frontier land yes exactly yeah this is frontier land Uh, okay yeah let's keep going the next attraction is chica's mazer size we don't really get too good of a look at it in the game but we know her attraction is called mazer size chica's delicious path to fitness it seems to be uh chica's like the both fitness and food icon of the establishment the attraction encouraging kids to work off the junk food they've been eating at the pizza plex which i guess but i think that branding is too confusing for children pick one for chica (laughs) it's a it's a lot i think chica you know chica's been the let's eat yeah uh like for a long time like she's had that bib and she has the cupcake so i think turning the thing is turning her into an exercise thing in this new we are being horny time (laughs) makes a lot of sense yeah i think you gotta pick one and i think as a video game thing calling it mazer size because you wanted the joke on mouser size oh interesting that's what you wanted i think is hilarious and to have a maze be your exercise hilarious yeah i think that's good i think a maze is a cute idea i just don't know if it's chica's um i think if you're gonna pick one for chica if you're gonna go with food there should be like a a little like 30 minute like baking or cooking class like kids make their own pizzas that's very cute yeah and that's an upcharge 
parents will actually think is worth paying up for because you get to eat like this right. food at the end. Right. Um, Not that that's Freddie Fazbear's prerogative to make people think they're spending good money. But right. It's our <laughs> that's idea our prerogative is the new, new manager. Value. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I, that I would change. I would put a maze somewhere else and then I would give Chica her own little cooking class. I think that would be cute. Uh, yeah. I think the character to give a maze to is Mangle. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, you know what? No. I. You know what I would do for Mangle? You never went to Disney Quest, right? No. Okay. At Disney Quest, they used to have this screen, uh, this like interactive thing where uh, it was like Sid's room and you could take different parts of different toys and combine a toy like Sid did. And then they would make terrifying. it terrifying. Like, so you would, That's you would get the toy that you made. I would do that for yeah. Mangle. That would be good for Mangle or for uh, Endo or for, not Endo. Uh, uh, Ender. Ender. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, next is Roxy's Raceway, which is by far, I think, the biggest room of the Pizza Plex. Roxy's Raceway yeah, it's is gotta an be. indoor go kart track. Again, reminds me of the one at the Palisades Ball. Um, it is Western themed. Uh, it's the the area is lit with neon purple lights, which I think aesthetically are cool, but probably don't look very yeah. good. Um, yeah, I'm thinking like if we're taking this in a cyberpunk cowboy direction. Okay, yeah, I'm very in. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like, I think uh, it should look like is... new test track, but cyberpunky. Okay, I was thinking it should look like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, but cyberpunk. Oh. <laughs> like, I, mean, I think we can combine both those ideas. Um, okay. And this area is huge. There are pit stops on the track. There's a concession stand. There are these two huge bleachers on either side of the track so you can watch, which I think is cute. So that way the parents can go yeah. sit and watch their kids roll around on the track. Yeah. But imagine the maintenance for this place. Imagine the smell in here. If you have ever smelled oh. Autopia or the Tomorrowland Speedway in Disneyland slash world, it's, I, I have to imagine that is what this room smells like. Yeah, we're in the future. We can make these electric. They should be electric, 100%. Yeah. Um, and earnestly, of all the attractions of the Pizza Plex, this seems to be one of the safer ones. Uh, when we see, it's a go-kart track. When we, see, we know how to do that safely. Yeah, when we see Gregory ride it in his boss battle with Roxy, they don't seem to go that fast. He does crash it, yeah. and the impact does kill Roxy. But, uh, right. You know, but you know, it's still going, you know, it's delicate animatronic yeah. electronics going 12 miles an hour I, is fast enough to hurt them. I also think that we see a rack of helmets at one point implying that the kids have to wear them, which is nice. Love that. Um, yeah. The raceway also includes the Glamrock Beauty Salon, which seems to be a like bibbity boppy boutique esque area, which I think is a great idea. This is the thing, is that in our version, we have access to more individual characters and IP. For mm -hmm. a video game, you, you need to keep it to four, because you're going to do, like, the four areas, four boss battles. Mm -hmm. That's what we want, or three boss battles. So, in our version, we can have a different person who's for exercise and a different character for food stuff. Similarly, I think we would have a different character for racing, and then we have... Roxy being the glam rock oh, beauty person. No, I would keep Roxy on the raceway. I think it makes her very powerful. It's very girl bossy. Okay. It is very girl bossy, but I don't know about the Western angle. I, I agree with the Western. I would change the theme because Roxy's supposed to be like the tough one. So again, I would make it right. like new test track. I would scrap the Western. Okay, yeah, we could make it like a uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Which is a neon. Yeah. All the go-karts have neon underneath them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're so smart. Um, the next attraction 
and this counts as an attraction because you have to get a ticket for it, which is ridiculous, is the dance floor slash the ballroom. This is Videopolis. Yes, this is the Videopolis area. It is fog machine film uh, filled and it is helmed by dj music man and there is no way that. that every kid that comes in here isn't petrified of dj music man well that's because this isn't for kids this is for teens <laughs> this is where the teens go <laughs> the teens go and hang out with wait making dj music man like the teen mascot oh that's yeah. really smart because he's creepy and like he's supposed to put like he's creepy in the way of like yeah dad i'm a team yeah punk. i like music man yeah um and aside from looking terrifying he seems pretty chill the only reason he attacks gregory is because his experimental quote bouncer mode is activated uh which that. they for the adult for the 18 plus version <laughs> that's the thing is if you look on your fast watch for the message about it uh it says that activating bouncer mode voids his warranty which means fazbear oh, no. stuck with them so yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to put him to use somehow we can't return him uh i don't think he needs him to who who's making these robots i don't know which i mean i think uh that i think dj music man in his area can stay the way they are um absolutely stay the tunnels he travels through are entirely improbable but i'm choosing to ignore that for my own sanity they don't don't exist yeah um the ceiling no they will exist we'll just make them work yeah the ceiling has a spider web pattern which is a nice touch um, but I think yeah. they can go further with the spider thing. Like, if it's going to be for teens, don't make it scary on purpose, but, like, it's a little yeah, edgy. Make it cool. Yeah, yeah it's edgy. Um, it's a dance floor. Uh, I bet that the main four animatronics, the AI ones, will, like, go and dance with the kids, which is fun. Very much like Disney's Endless Dance Parties. I don't particularly understand okay. why it's an upcharge other than it just being Fazbear Entertainment. <laughs> See, I think that it's a Videopolis type thing. You have like a 10 buck night pass that you can oh. do. And like residents of the area, like teens in the area can get an annual pass. It's way, 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 way That's cheaper. smart. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, on the other end of that, there is Kids Cove and Superstar Daycare. This seems to be a whole way. We cannot be getting into the daycare yes. business. Yes. My My thing is... We just need to change the name. I think it's so daycare smart. Daycare could not be in it. I think it's so smart to have a daycare here, though. Well, I don't want that kind of liability, Adam. But here's the thing, is that families, say, if they've got, like, think about a standard American family with, like, two kids that are, like, teen and preteen, and then one younger child. Um, yeah. If there is no place for that younger child to go in a place that is as big as this, that family's not going to come. The whole family's not going to come. I get that. I get that. The thing is, the parents stay with the young one, and the older ones can go off on their own, and we know that it's safe for them. The thing about this daycare thing is that Chuck E. Cheese had to institute a whole system to make sure parents didn't leave. Yeah. Because they were like, we're not a daycare. Yeah. I I don't want to deal with that. I think it's a dangerous litigation territory. Well... Regardless, we have the space, and it is absolutely huge. So we're going to have to figure okay. out something to do with it. Yeah. Um, there is the smaller Kids Cove, which is not a daycare. It just seems to be like a toddlery kind of playground. It's beach-themed. One can only assume this this was Foxy's or is intended to be Foxy's. Um, yeah. uh, although Foxy is nowhere to be found in Security Breach, except there is Very a angry. coming soon poster for Captain Foxy's Pirate Adventure, some kind of upcoming attraction, maybe a dark ride. DLC. Yeah, but I have to yeah. assume that uh fox this will kind of become foxy's area when that attraction opens um right uh but 
that what everybody is here for is superstar daycare, which is where the daycare attendant that everybody loves works. Um, on the upper floor, there's like this receptionary area with a security desk and a pickup area for assumedly checking kids in and out. And then kids literally slide into the daycare. There is a tube slide that leads them from the Love reception that. area down into the daycare, uh, right down into is, a ball pit. This is the kids room on a cruise ship. Yes. This is why this is a multi-day. This is why this is Mohegan Sun. Yes, it because is the kids room. This is the area ship. that kids can go. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, um, I'm back in. And it's a really just not it can't be daycare. <laughs> it can't be called daycare. That's it, my only issue. It's a really big uh ball pit with some raised islands inside. Uh the rest of the daycare is padded with this huge climbing tower, slides and toys. The climbing tower definitely needs some stuff because there's no netting around it and there's some pretty big right. holes that right. little three-year-olds can slip right through. Uh, so I think a climbing tower can exist. You just have to put up some netting. Um, and it is staffed by the daycare attendant, the sun side of the daycare uh. attendant. I think his AI just needs to be toned down a little bit. He's a little overwhelming. He's a little scary, a little overbearing, but not actively malicious and would, I think, actually be good for kids if you just tone down his eagerness a little bit in his AI. Yeah, he very much, you know, he's scary in the way the guy in the genie suit at Disney is scary. Yes. Not designed to be. I think they just need to chill him out and maybe re-sculpt his face. Uh, but he, in, from his dialogue, we can say that some of the attractions or uh, some of the activities in the daycare include puppet shows, finger painting, crafts, and they're very adamant about cleaning, making sure they clean up after all their activities, which I think is great. Um, yeah. He, the daycare attendant, uh, if a little frightening, and generally seems pretty solid about not letting kids run off, which is good. Uh, yeah, I also think we give him a team of friends who are humans. Yes, I think that this daycare should not be staffed by one Run robot. By a robot. <laughs> yeah, one singular should, robot. There should I be agree. some adult humans in here. Um, the moon is another story. The moon is absolutely terrifying. I guess he and is. And we're keeping him is, exactly as is. He is yes. supposed to be for nap time. And what's kind of cute is that. He when he transforms into the moon, he becomes suspended from the ceiling as well, allowing him to kind of like fly over Love the that. kids, which if he was yeah. less terrifying would be kind of magical. But unfortunately, he's horrible. <laughs> Something is seriously wrong We're with his AI. It. We're keeping him. Absolutely. He's my personal friend and bodyguard. Um, uh, again, I think having a daycare makes a lot of sense. We simply must have some humans working in this establishment. Uh, what I do like is it's a daycare. Inside the daycare, there's its own security desk. So there's a security desk both outside of the daycare and inside yeah. of it, which I think is great. Um, also outside the daycare, uh, I thought this was hilarious. They advertise their own brand of candy, Sunny Drop Candy and Moon Drop Candies, which are, quote, Energy boosting and quote sleepy time candy, respectively. These are not for children. Right, they are caffeine <laughs> and melatonin gummies. Like, hello. <laughs> this is Dayquil and Zquil. Yeah. Um, what I also think about interesting is that uh, the sun and the moon animatronic, while having the ability to sw switch between sun and moon, also seems to be a bit less advanced in terms of articulation. His face is not articulated, which I think is kind of a problem because that makes him scarier that his face doesn't move, but he's talk still. Yeah. Yeah, I think we do. We need a mouth move. Yeah. We need an eye move. We need, he needs pupils is what he needs. Pupils would fix 80% oh. of his problems. That's a, that's, an, that's an interesting sentence. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that one, but I do think it's a, it's the right first step. Again, the they are funky and I love them. Uh, the most minor attraction probably is Bonnie Ball. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. So. Hey. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, wait. What? 
I just need to talk about Sun and Moon for just another Go second ahead. because they are obviously very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, people asking me, hey, what, you know, you're identifying as non-binary. What's your gender? I can just point that. To, to them. It is very I gender. I can just point to them. Yeah. Um. So the, the most minor attraction probably is Bonnie Bowl. It is an indoor bowling as an in, indoor bowling alley, as if not all love an outdoor bowling alley. Indoors. It is a bo- the first thing we're going to do to this is knock out the ceiling. <laughs> it is a bowling alley with a cute little ice cream shop overlooking it. Uh, it is also an upcharge. I think it's pretty standard. I think it's cute. I would make no changes, except there is, of course, all of the missing Bonnie lore and debates of why he was cut from the lineup. If you had to ask me, I mean, there's some lore in the game that implies that Monty like destroyed Bonnie so he could take uh, Bonnie's place in the main four lineup and that he's eventually going to yeah. do that to Freddy, which is why Freddy's in the dumpster at the end of Monty Golf. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. But if you have to ask me from a business standpoint, it's probably a publicity thing. Like, I don't know. Listen, there I don't, has been a man for 30 years dressed as a golden bunny. Like, yeah. I don't know how common, like in the news circle of this fictional world, how well known this story is. But even if there's a rumor of a killer using a bunny suit came out, I would scrap Bonnie immediately. Goodbye. Right. No which, more bunnies. Which, which crime. I love Bonnie. I love Bonnie, yes. But we have to, yeah. Um, But at least for a little while. It reminds me of uh, when there was an alligator attack at Disney World. And for like two weeks, all mentions of alligators were scrapped from shows. They weren't brought up in attractions. Like the attractions with alligators stayed open, uh, but there were no dialogue or jokes surrounding them. I think the yeah. same thing would happen, ha- have to happen <clears throat> for Bonnie. And I have to imagine that's what happened. And then, you know, once you scrap them, it's like, all right, we already got the gator. Like, why, why would we redo it? Like, it's fine. We didn't lose any revenue. Yeah, now Monty has gotten everything he wanted. One more yeah. domino has fallen into his plan. Yeah. I think it's still a wonder that this place is called Bonnie Bowl and Bonnie's picture is still on it. I would have, scrubbed yeah. it um as much as i love bonnie it's just it, it it's business yeah put a reskin on that baby yeah. this is uh this is superstar limo now uh, t- this is now the monsters inc laugh floor thing <laughs> um there's also two arcades the Fazcade and the superstarcade uh superstarcade is cute superstarcade perfect i would change Fazcade. yeah <laughs> they the names don't lend themselves no um uh, i also uh, draw a distinction between these two arcades because they seem to be very similar. I would say, like in a very Disney Quest style, I would put like a bunch of like retro and vintage games in one, and then have another Ooh. one be like a more modern arcade. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think because then you get you the dads in there. Right, right. That's what I was gonna say. Is you could also have it kind of a uh, one is a pseudo adult area, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Like this is where a parent could go and grab like a craft beer oh, there, and also play an old there there game. is there is one of those I love we'll that. get there later but yeah i would i would specifically make one of these a retro arcade because then you're going to get the like so dad's normally not <laughs> yeah. one to want to join their families at this kind of establishment but i think the retro games right. would get them in no i'm with you and then they have an excuse to to not be with the 12 year old who really wants the dad's help on every single arcade game mm-hmm. so other locations inside the Pizza Plex. There is the big main party room where the main stage is. It is a huge stage. Honestly, I think too big because the animatronics look really tiny 
on that really big stage, yeah. I would downsize the stage. Um, or add human performers alongside the animatronics, mm, make it even full more dance of a show. ensemble. Uh, yes, I uh, there's also there's several pre-programmed uh, performance programs to play from the tech booth, which I think is cool that you have a variety of different things that they can do. You can change it up. Um, the whole show program is pretty sick. There's lasers, there's fogs, there's uh, screens behind the stage, uh, which I think is great. I would totally do like a camera so that we can have camera on the animatronics and then it could like pan to the audience. We could do some animatronic yes. audience interactions. Somebody with a microphone comes to the kid. The animatronic talks to the kids. Magical time. Everybody wants to come back to my establishment. Very Ellen Stardust Diner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, there's actually. We're putting all the employees on roller skates if they're in the party room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can assume okay. that this is the most expensive party room to rent because there's actually at least 11 other party rooms. Uh, we can tell from whiteboards backstage that talk about like what parties happening in each room, how many chairs and tables and hats and stuff they need. Yeah. And you'd imagine that this one is almost impossible to rent out yeah. exclusively and completely. Yeah. Unless you like get a lot of money. Right. Uh, there's also one of my favorite things in the entire pizza plex is now each of these animatronics have their own dressing room, like public dressing room, quote, quote, like kind of a meet and greet. Yes. Grotto yes. Type. It's yeah. where they can come. What I assume kids can come for a meet and greet. And I love this idea. There's neon signs on each of the walls in the dressing rooms with the characters names. And it looks like those are like what their autographs are. I think this is oh, very adorable. Cute. The kids can come into the dressing room, do a little meet and greet, get a photo. Um, if I were in charge, though, I would have meet and greets be costume performers instead of the AI. Like, I know everyone wants to interact with the AI animatronic, but I do not feel good about having right. them so close to the public. <laughs> They're so <laughs> expensive. Your children. Yeah. They also have killed people. Yeah, you know, like, we've had problems in the past. I also think that's a good point in that we like you said, we only have one. We can't be locking down an animatronic for one-on-one -on -one meet and greets. Like, that's just not... Yeah. That's not practical. I do really love the fiction that they've done in this game that, you know, Chuck E. Cheese has, at, but making it even more explicit mm. that these are performers. Like, that the characters are... Glamrock Freddy is a guy on the stage, but he's also a, a guy whose job it is to go on stage, so he has a dressing room. Yeah. Like, that's just really, really uh, cool. Yeah, I think it's super cute. Um... And uh, yeah, and also the place is so big, there's no way they can get away of, with just having singular, like there's got to be a Roxy in the raceway and then also a Roxy in her dressing yeah. room. If you want to keep up operations in the way that I assume they do, uh, we'd have costume performers all up in this joint. Um, yeah, and I do get the, you know, you don't want to see two at once. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't have a Roxy in the boutique all the time. Right. If there's a Roxy in the boutique, it's because she's left the go-karts. Yes, exactly. For like a thing. Yeah. Um, I would be really good at, at coordinating entertainment in this place. Um, yeah. Uh, and there's also the Faz Pad, which again, I would change the name. Uh, but yeah. this is like the adult lounge slash coffee shop slash bar area, which I think is a great idea. We don't we see yeah. it in the games and we walk through. We don't ever hear anything about it. I have to assume it looks like very much an adult area. So I have to assume it's what it is. I think that's a great idea. Give the adults a place to go while the kids are doing whatever to, again, grab a coffee, grab a beer, whatever it is uh, they would like to do. I think also in this room at one point, there's like a staff bot that like does comedy, which uh, I love that. I But I would make it a staff bot. I would make a new animatronic in there that does comedy or just a guy or just a guy. Yeah. Or it could just be a guy. I like 
I also, where is it situated in terms of the... The faz pad is on the, so there's the ground level and there's what's called the first level, which is up the escalator. It's like the first thing on your either left or your right when you come up the escalator. Okay, yeah, because I do want it to be somewhat a place where you can observe. So like if you looked out the window oh, okay. of the faz pad, you could see the floor of something that your kid is mm, at. Okay. I don't think that that like, is happening in the faz pad currently, but it could, yeah. if you put a window well, in the, if I'm thinking of the map correctly, if you put a window in the back, you could look into the daycare. That's lovely. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Uh, there's also all right so we'll get a contractor on yeah. that i know a guy for glass so. <laughs> there's also two different gift shops uh glamrock gifts and lucky stars gift shop uh i don't that know that one changes the name hmm? that one we're changing the name from lucky star or something gift else shop is nothing okay yeah um uh i don't know what that name's doing uh, yeah. i don't know what it's doing i would <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if there's a difference between the two gift shops but i would Probably sell the same stuff in both, just have two accessible so one doesn't get too overcrowded. Uh, there is yeah. merch that includes keychains, shirts, plushies, uh, character masks, balloons, character ice cream, like the SpongeBob ice cream, which I think is really cute. Very cute. Uh, magnets, pinatas. You can get the Faz watch. You can get the Faz cam. What's funny about the Faz cam is that you can only buy the Faz cam in Monty Golf, but that's also the only place where Faz cams aren't allowed, allowing security to confiscate the Faz cam as soon as you buy them. Again, I would change that. Yeah, that's a little bit weird. For operations, that seems like a hiccup that if we had human employees uh, with a whole, you know, structure of HR, this would have been brought up. Earlier, yeah, exactly. You know, um, but uh, yeah, I would I, I think the gift shops would probably find the way they are. The only thing is that I would add a gift shop at the exit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or at least a stand yeah, or something. Uh and then also there's a couple of other food places that we pass by. I assume that there's sort of like a food courty kind of area, which I think is good. There's a place yeah. to get pizza. There's El Chips, which is a place to get like tacos and stuff is the ice cream yeah. place. The only problem there is he was indicted for embezzlement a few years <laughs> back. So he might want to shift yeah. the El Chip branding. Um, and uh, that's, I think, all of the areas accessible by guests. The only thing I want to mention about the backstage area is that it seems the original intention from the game's game devs was to make it very disney-esque um we can see yeah. in the files that are still in the game but like didn't kind of like make it into the story that um that there are supposed to be tunnels connecting every attraction in the basement which is again very right Disney-esque. so you don't have a l chip walking exactly. through tomorrowland i mean glam rocks um but i even i the first the the thing that made me make that connection wasn't even finding that out is that when people are walking through the underground tunnels in the hallways the hallways are different colors, and I realize it's just like the Magic Kingdom tunnels where they're yeah. colored based on the area. And there was like a green and purple area that I can only assume is where Mon- under Monty Golf. There was an orange area that I assume is under Freddy's thing. Uh, so I think just finish those out, and you have a very easy way for people to get around, which is nice. Yeah, and you'd imagine, especially if this is in a larger mall complex, like a Palisades type, where it's f- absolutely enormous, yeah. that that would actually be super doable. Yeah. Like if it's taking up floor, you know, five to nine in this complex, that level four could be your tunnels pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, So I guess what I'm saying in general is I guess look out for this in the next 15 years when we finally finish. This is our thing. This is what we're doing. Uh, I think we could make bank on this. I, I'm glad we found an exit strategy from the podcast is what I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, this is the bridge. This is our exit. Yeah. 
This is our bridge out uh, to Total Fortune and uh, Theme Park Administration. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you for listening to this episode. This is our big 8-0. 8-0. We're in a, the 80s now. celebration. What a way to kick uh, off the 80s with something inspired by the 80s. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please leave a rate and review on iTunes or a rate on Spotify because we do that now. But the best way to spread the word about the show is to tell a friend. So please do that. Adam, can you pimp our social media? Uh, yes, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Great Screen Pod. You can also now check us out on TikTok, also at Great Screen Pod. Uh, we're going to be posting some cool stuff on there. Uh, and Hooray. sorry, I forgot the second part of what I say stuff to that. Um Please, uh, you can always tweet at us or post using the hashtag TGAS. Uh, please let us know what you would add to uh, Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizza Flex. And also, if you have a better idea for the, the, a name change for the Pizza Flex. The name of it, um, yeah. Again, you can tweet at us or post using the hashtag TGAS. And as always, if there is something you would like to hear about on the show, uh, tweet at us or make a post because your suggestion may become the topic for a future episode. Yeah, special thank you goes out to... Michael Segudo for doing the intro disclaimer, as well as Stevie Viola does the intro and outro music. Adam, I have very important news, which is that my dream key pass to Disneyland is uh, getting its inaugural usage Woo-hoo! on Tuesday of this week. I'm going to Disneyland. When you're listening to this episode, I'm currently in Disneyland. Adam, is there any uh, podcast related task that you'll have me do? And you're not allowed to say have a shard of mirror. No, and go around that one you're supposed places. to do at Disney World, though. Uh, so I think, um, I mean, all the Halloween stuff is over. So I think just go look at the Haunted Mansion. I mean, ride it, but also look at it. I think Haunted Mansion is down for refurb right now. (gasps) Um, Oh, are they taking, are they taking down, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff? Christmas stuff probably. Yeah. Okay. Then just look at it. Well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you as well to our current patrons on the level of Man in the Fields or higher. Thank you so much to Regina, Ben, Gail, Joyce, Melinda, and Chris. I've been Devin Wright. I've been Adam O'Connell. And hopefully you have been spooked, but not too spooked to buy a ticket book to (laughs) To our new attraction. (laughs) To not invest. I don't have a name for it It yet. Invest, though. (laughs) Invest, though. We do need some venture capital. So if anyone has several million dollars, we need it. Please, God. (laughs) 